Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we are back with some more movies that we are watching while uh, in quarantine, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> and uh, all of the movies that we're going to discuss this week uh, are sort of kind of tied together. We'll, we'll explain <laughs> as we go along. But uh, we're going to kick things off with a quote-unquote new movie that's actually two years old. And we'll explain that later. Uh, mm. It's called Banana Split. Right, so Banana Split uh, stars Hannah Marks as April, and she has just graduated high school, so it's set during that summer between high school and college, and she, for the last, um, for a while, has been dating um, this young man in high school, he's played by Dylan Sprouse, and uh, but they, they break up, and um, so the movie then centers around a relationship that she forms with her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend and this kind of strange dynamic that that creates and the very interesting friendship that they develop. That's kind of the the setup for Banana Split. Yeah. What do you think? I like this movie. Um, So Hannah Marks not only stars in this, but she also um, co-wrote it with uh, Joey Power. And um, it's... It's uh, it's good. It's it's not necessarily a new concept. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of movies uh, over the years that have focused on teens and their angst, you know, and 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 their their loves and and whatnot. But you know, not all of them have been done terribly well. And, and this one, I think, is done well. Mm-hmm. It's getting sometimes uh, some comparisons to Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how fair that is. I mean, I can see why people are comparing it to Booksmart, you know, but. Um, um, I think it's probably best to let those two movies stand on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to make a book smart comparison later <laughs> on. All that being said, no, um, it's it's really good. So the the two lead actresses, uh, Hannah Marks and uh, Liana Liberato, uh, who plays the current girlfriend of Dylan, Dylan Sprouse's character, I think those two they have great chemistry, mm-hmm. great chemistry, and so there's this. I feel like it's a bit of a tired trope um, in some movies lately, which I think that they're well-intentioned. So they're so they're trying to be open-minded and trying to um, show that friendships can be, you know, deep and meaningful and loving, mm-hmm. and it's okay, right, to, to to love your friends and even if they're you know same-sex friends, all that kind of stuff, and. Mm-hmm. I, I, feel, I call that a tired trope because, you know, <clears throat> speaking as a gay man, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't necessarily feel like homosexuality is there for people to kind of like just dabble around in mm-hmm. and kind of take seriously but not take seriously and kind of also compare it to deep friendships. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you have to be careful about that, right? it's great to embrace um, the openness of a loving friendship, but it's also, you got to be careful that you're not being dismissive of what it means to like have a same sex relationship, you know, and I may be making too much out of that, but that's something that I both love about this film and also slightly great on me is the relationship between, um, Hannah Marks and Lee, Liana Liberato's characters in here because it is, it works really well, but it's also ultimately a friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think it's one of the best parts of the movie. All that being said, yeah, no, it's it's. I thought it to be a very funny movie. Obviously, it's going for for humor, but it's also very moving. And I think the key is the relationship between the two female characters. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, Hannah Marks and uh, Liana Labrado are in real life uh, close friends. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that I think that's pretty clear in the movie. I mean, they have excellent chemistry, and it just seems very natural. And um, it's a it's a pleasure. To watch them, um, I think the other the other actors are are, are very good. Um, Dylan Sprouse is, is is lovely to look at, and he does a good job. I don't know that his character. I couldn't really understand why these two women were like fawning over him so much. <laughs> other than he, I mean, he is nice to look at. But um, there, there's another character, uh, a fourth character. He's a friend. Uh, his name's Ben, I think. Yes. Played by Luke Spencer Roberts. He's great. I thought he was really good. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of character that in another movie could be really annoying. Kind of like just there for comedy and not really a real person. But I think he did a really good job making that character seem real. And I think, yeah, the whole this whole group of friends seemed very um, fleshed out and authentic. So. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with that. Especially his character is sort of the sidekick male friend, right? right. Who um, has been in lots of these types of movies, but has not always been handled well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of these characters, if you want to compare them to like pieces on a chessboard, right? They're mm-hmm. all moved very well. Yeah. Um, uh, so kudos to to Hannah Marks and Joy Power for their writing. And then, um, you know, Benjamin Kasuka for, um, if I pronounce that right, for uh, the directing job. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all done really well. Yeah. Um, you're right about Dylan Frost's character. But you know, I mean, <clears throat> I've been 18 once. I've been young, younger <laughs> once. And uh, sometimes I look back at the people that I was crushing on. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily, they weren't bad people. Sure. But there also wasn't as much there that in, in retrospect <laughs> that uh, I was, you know, it just made me wonder, like, so, okay, why was I so head over heels? But, right. you know, that's, that's being young, right? It's being young and in love. Yeah, I, I, it's probably very true to life. Yeah. Um, their infatuation with him. What's perhaps not true to life is I don't know. Some of the dialogue is very clever, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that you know the typical high school person talks this way. Maybe they do, but um, uh, it, it was nice to listen to, if not believable. But um, we should mention too that um, so April lives with her mother and um, a younger sister, and. Um, I don't know. They're 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 very much on the the side, but I kind of liked them too. I mean, they're kind of there for humor. They are. I found that to be a little bit of a weak spot. Weak yeah. spot. Um, so I, I will say though, this reminds me. You know, this has got some language in it, right? Particularly yeah, from is, um, Hannah Marx's character's younger sister. This is a definitely a hard hard R rated for, movie for, for language. language. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, the mom. You know, in every movie that's focused on teenagers from, you know, I mean, you can start all the way like in the 50s with like Rebel Without a Cause going up through the 60s with the, the beach party movies and then into the 80s with all the John Hughes stuff. You know, I'm, um, if there's ever an Achilles heel, I feel like, <laughs> um, it's the parents mm-hmm. and how and, or adults in general and how adults are portrayed. Mm-hmm. And I never used to notice that until I became like, you know, older. <laughs> And it's it's so baked into these types of movies that it's yeah. almost almost not worth pointing out. But I will say that 
I feel like if there's a big weak spot to this movie, it's the like the mom character because mm-hmm. she's just so. I mean, maybe there are moms out there like that, right? But she's just so much of a of this weird. She's so weird. And she's so, trying so hard to be cool. Yeah, and 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 to be friends with her daughter. It, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't ring true. No, no. I, but I, I did laugh a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to say so earlier I mentioned how I would would make a book smart comparison. Uh-huh. Um, going back to the two female leads in this movie, I mean their chemistry is so um, palpable um, that I mean I, I mean at one point I thought like they're they're going to evolve into a romantic relationship and they kind of kind of have one right although they just basically they remain friends and nothing you know but um, that. I, I was reminded of how I felt like I was I was <clears throat> comparing their friendship to the friendship of the two female leads in Booksmart only because there's a moment in Booksmart and this is a mild spoiler but not really there's a moment in Booksmart where you know they play uh, in both movies I will say have pretty kicking soundtracks oh yeah but there's a moment in Booksmart where they play a cover version of um, Unchained Melody. Right, mm-hmm. and it's specifically on the nose with the two female leads in the scene, mm-hmm. and that is a romantic song. That's not a platonic song, mm-hmm. and I that took me out of the movie for a moment. And this is book smart I'm talking about mm-hmm. um, it, it, because it was so jarring, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> nothing about their friendship ever intimated to me that they seriously were like mm-hmm. mildly romantic at all. Right. Um, they had not earned that song, mm-hmm. right? Um, this movie, like if they had done that with this movie, would have totally been on board with that because mm-hmm. they are so they are so electric together mm-hmm. um, that I, I I feel like if, if that's what Booksmart was going for, which I'm not sure it was, but if that's what it was going for, this movie this movie aces that. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I think this movie is unique in that it's able to show a very intimate. I would describe their relationship as intimate. It's a very intimate relationship um, that doesn't become romantic, mm-hmm. and you just don't see that very, very often. Agreed. So, what do you give it out of ten? I'm going to give it an eight point five. Okay, um, I'm going to give it a seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, our score is an eight point two, and it's on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh critic rating of ninety percent and an audience score of seventy one percent. Cool. Yeah, definitely it, check it out. Oh, I was going to mention too. So yeah. it's a new old movie. So it actually, uh, like if you look on IMDb, it uh-huh. says it's, it's a 2018 film. But I was reading an article, I think where Hannah Marks was interviewed. So she wore this Simpsons t-shirt uh-huh. during several scenes. She said like 40% of the movie <laughs> and did not get the licensing for it. She said it wasn't even something that she thought about while they were doing it. It's just one of her own personal t-shirts. Uh-huh. And they couldn't get the licensing for it. So they had to digitally go back and edit out that that t-shirt and replace it with something else on there. I, I didn't even notice whatever she was wearing. No, I never noticed. Um, but that kind of basically that extra, you know, post-production delayed the movie. And finally it's out now. Like it just came out a week or two ago. I think uh, they decided to release it on quote unquote video on demand. So we watched it on Amazon prime streaming. So it is technically a 2020 release. Interesting. All right. Thanks for listening. y'all. Thank you.